Okay, moving on to subject matter number two now. This is commercializing the veterans organizations. And this is a subject matter I've been wanting to talk about for quite some time now, only because of everything that I've witnessed as far as me being the vice commander for Clagato Veterans in the past four years, going on five years. It's a really crappy time to be a veteran because of all the political nonsense that goes on from Window Rock. And there's so much going on with money that these guys, they always got to look at it from that angle and say, well, these veterans, in order for them to get this money, we got to have them, we're going to have them jump through all these hoops just to get to this. And when they finally go through all that, we're going to say, nope, you guys didn't do this right. And this money, it now belongs to us. So that's why me doing this, Clagato Veterans Nonprofit, I've been trying to lead the way and show these other veteran organizations that, yeah, you can do this and it is possible to get all this money and help out your veterans. And the only thing that is going to slow you down is that you don't want to do it. And that's where I try to show how easy it is for these guys to do it. But what really would make a difference is if they started an a logo um, for their own veteran organizations like what I have done for Clagato veterans I used a horn toad and I'm not satisfied with it because I'm at the time I, I drew it it was just like a sketch and I meant for it to be more symmetrical I meant to, for it to be more 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 dynamic looking than it is now but with the way things happen you know that's just the way it turned out but maybe in a few more years, I'll finally go and change it to how I originally wanted it, more symmetrical and more dimensional, more geographic, not geographic, excuse me, using more geometry in there. But anyways, um, so commercializing these veterans organizations, Clagato Veterans is kind of like the, well, not so much the stepping stone, but, you know, I, I want them to be the first to have all this um, technology and advancements in society that these non-natives have in the cities. So with, um, with that being said, the, this podcast is one of those things, it's like a game changer. It's one of them things where we have been able to, well, pretty much myself, I've been pretty much able to promote Clagato veterans as being in stepping into the future while still you know knowing that we have a past to where things need to be corrected in order for us to have a sustainable present and right now with this podcast I mean I, I wish I could do it like daily and I wish I could put out episodes just constantly but you know times being the way they are I'm only one person and living on the reservation you you have to travel like 30 40 miles just to get to a certain destination not only that but in order for you to get anywhere else that has the that has the things that you need like going to Gallup to get ink cartridge you know let's just use that as an example from Clagato you you got two ways to travel either go south towards I40 and have like another 50 minute drive to Gallup in order to get your ink cartridge 
or go up north to Ganado, then take that Highway 264, where you're pretty much risking your life at that point because of slow drivers, fast drivers, uh, intermingling, going back and forth, and then getting into Window Rock, and then finally into Gallup. So stuff like that is, it, it hinders your your operation for what you're trying to do, your goal. And with the podcast, I'm really hoping that this will be the game changer to where more veteran organizations will look at it and say, you know what, Clagato veterans, yeah, they got it right, man. They They are doing something that's very simple, but also it's methodical enough to where you can get your point across, but you also have to be um, strict on your timing when you want to do these podcasts and the length of time and your subject matter and what you want to talk about and getting to the point. And then from then on, if everybody, if these other organizations, veteran organizations can do it, um, after that, I want them to look into YouTube. I want them to do YouTube videos about their organization, what they're doing, what they're working on, or just kind of simple little videos or just kind of work together and do like small little challenges or something. Other than that, um, other than that, you know, it, it, I think it's just very basic. Have a logo, start a podcast, do a YouTube channel, get more recognition. And then after that, once you find someone dependable that can help you with the financial, I guess the financial side of running an organization, veteran organization, someone who's not going to steal from you, then you can look into merchandising. Um, that would pretty much until like clothing, hats, and um, shirts. Shirts are probably like the cheapest, most ineffective way to do it, and that's what I did with Clagato Veterans. I had the uh, t-shirts made. Then after that, I did the um, the caps. I did uh, bumper stickers. Uh, there, there were two keychains, but um, they're not completed yet like for an assembly line, and there's pillows. So all that I really haven't been able to sell during this whole pandemic because I've just been really busy with so many other things, and um, I'm just trying to make sure that whatever I do, I don't really confuse, get myself confused, and I don't really get myself too, um, too overwhelmed by the stuff I do every day. And most of the updates I do, do I do, I would put on uh, Facebook. And then Instagram is another one where um, I don't know if it's really helping out at this point because not too many people follow Clagato Veterans on Instagram. I do feel like I'm wasting my time on Instagram. I just feel like I'm wasting my time on social media altogether because I really can't do anything that I wanted to. But then I look at these other veteran organizations and they ain't doing much either, so I'm like, okay, well then I gotta keep it up. I gotta keep going. I gotta be that motivation or that inspiration to let them know that times are hard, times are tough, but just stay motivated and you know use your resources around you, and you will be able to overcome all these hardships and obstacles. And I think that's the reason why um, our elected leaders and all these people over in Window Rock, the, the ones who are in charge, they're able to manipulate the veterans to what they want. And the veterans, you know, they know we get together. They We get together and we talk about these issues, but none of us ever really 
put it into action other than just to do like a march or go to the president's office and knock on the door. And Jonathan Nez has already shown that he doesn't have the leadership to to work with anyone. And anytime there's something that is very drastic, like when the coronavirus hit, he locks himself in his office and nobody knows where he's at. And he tries to make it sound like he's very important and he's really needed here and there. But it's like, no, you you have to be there. You have to be in the shit, as they say. You have to be there with your people and, you know, go through it so you understand the situation rather than just looking at the money that that is coming to them but has to go through you first, you know. And the other thing is Myron Lizer. He is anti-veteran, man. He doesn't like veterans from what I've been hearing and what I can gather. And yet, that they were the only choices rather than Joe Shirley, who, who already had, what, two chances, maybe three chances to be Navajo Nation president, and he screwed them all, you know, the, all the times he was in office. So he didn't do much. And whatever he could have done, he, well, he should have did it rather than stealing money and and just doing whatever, you know, crooked, corrupt thing these Navajo politicians do over there in Window Rock. And so, which leads me back to the commercialization of the veterans. If we start to commercialize ourselves and have merchandise to sell to the outside world, outside of the reservation, you know, it just will pretty much give us a better look, a better, um, a better reputation, actually, to where these other people will look at us and say, wow, look at the, the Navajo veterans. They, they're getting their stuff together, and they are understanding that, you know, there, there is outside help. There's help beyond the reservation, and they're getting it for their veterans. So once that, I'm thinking, once that starts to happen, our crooked uh, leaders over in Window Rock, they'll be like uh, in a panic mode because then the, they're going to be realizing that there goes their potential voters that could vote them back in office so they can steal more money. So then they're going to try to find a way to stop these veterans from getting stuff done, like um, maybe putting a... Um, changing their policy and procedures overnight to say that now veterans who are in a 501c3 are not eligible for money they it's it's illegal for them to get it it's double dipping so they have to quit or forfeit their right to get the money you know what i mean and that's where i was i was kind of thinking you know what anything that we do from this point on is going to be bad but why should we let our elected leaders do all the bad things and then we can't hold them we can't hold them accountable you know but we when we start to do something that they consider is bad like maybe starting a nonprofit group or standing up for our rights then all of a sudden we're we're the terrorists we're the bad guys and that's why I don't like that double standard and I'm trying to do all that I can to make this um Fort Defiance Veteran Agency a success. So I've been, just today, I've been, I've, I pretty much finished my basic draft of my new veteran logo. And it, for that logo, I'm going with the harder the battle, the greater the victory. And hopefully that inspires some of these veterans to kind of look at it and say, you know what, if Mateo can do that and he's still running around and he's making differences here and there, then why should I be sitting here letting 
all that happen when I have, maybe they have a better way to do it than I do. Maybe they be, they have better connections than I have. But, you know, I'm just hoping that that motto and the logo would inspire them to get off of their, their sorry buns and, you know, be more interactive. If it isn't with being more interactive with their community and hopefully they're being more interactive with their veteran organization and saying, yeah, you know what, that's the best way to do it. Let's, let's have our own colors. Let's have our own motto. Let's have our own logo. And if somebody says, well, we can't think of anything, I'll say, well, get Mateo, you know, he's probably got some idea. And that's how I'm trying to turn it to that, that type of direction to where once we become more, more of a commercialized group as far as the agency goes and as far as veteran Navajo veterans go, I think we'll be doing a lot better off, you know, getting more help for these veterans rather than just saying, oh, here's your hardship money, here's your energy money, 300 and 300 that's $600. Well, that $600 goes quick. And I try my best to hold on to my money, but, you know, just the way my family is, they make kind of like poor decisions when it comes to money. And I'm compelled to help them because it's kind of like not my problem. They got themselves in these financial situations, but if I don't act on it and if I don't help them, then they're going to get dragged down worse and worse and it's, things are just going to get harder and harder. So before it hits that type of a level, I'm trying to make sure that all that is put to a stop. And... Finally, the other thing about commercializing the veterans organization is just that, you know, it would definitely be the way of the future. It'd definitely be a way for us to kind of take back control of our lives and, you know, let these um, crooked politicians know that they can't be doing this anymore. You know, we they pushed us to the point where we found an answer to their crooked ways and having the the veterans mobilize as a commercial entity or entity there the possibilities are endless i believe and i'm also thinking that it would really change the way that people will start looking at the reservation that we're not just a bunch of beggars and and complainers and whiners and we we will then have the the advantage of endorsing the right people to run for office and everybody we know that was corrupt and and just not worth their weight then they will be out of office and us veterans will finally put someone in there who will actually work with us to the point where we become um a major group that has a lot of influence on the reservation and people will start to give us respect all you know and all the stuff that that the veterans are trying to get to now all the stuff they're trying to get so anyways um that's going to conclude um this subject matter for this episode and next i'll go ahead and jump on to subject matter number three